0: Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up.
1: Yeah!
0: All right, crowdfunders, how are you all doing out there in the wonderful, beautiful, probably a little chilly if you're where I am, land of crowdfunding? You know, that magical place where you get free money for your dreams? That place that I like to play in, where I am maybe a gatekeeper into your dreams. I don't know. I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshade Agency. We are a company that specializes in helping companies potentially like yours do crowdfunding, whether that's reward-based, equity-based. We also do e-commerce too. You got Shopify or Amazon? You know, we're out there working on that sort of stuff. But uh, but this podcast, we like to talk to project creators either while they're in the middle of a campaign or right when their campaign ends or very, very soon around there because we want to give you guys the most up-to-date information about what's working in crowdfunding. You know, the last thing you want to do is read a blog from 2013 about how to become successful on Kickstarter when you need to know what's going on now. So that's why we do these. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking to a campaign that had over 2,700 backers and raised just under $300,000. And for that product, it's called Calf Pro. That's calf, like your calf on your leg, pro. It's the first leveraged calf uh, stretching tool. So we got to talk to a a physical therapist named uh, David Broshi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Remember, I don't pronounce last names very well, but David was a great, great conversation and we got way into the weeds on how he launched a product, how long it took, the passion behind it. So if this is your uh, first time listening, you are definitely in for a treat because this conversation is out of control. It's exciting. Super, super exciting, and we're going to get way into the weeds, but that's coming up in just a little bit. So, what else is happening around here at uh, over at One Wednesday Way, over at uh, Woodshed Way, right? What's been going on? Well, yesterday we had Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day out there to everybody. Uh, Post-Mother's Day, I should say. It's Monday when I'm recording this. Um, yeah, got to go down. You know, I broke the law again, like I've talked about before, went and saw the mom, said hello, hung out, we, 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 we hung out and ate a little we ate a little quiche, had some mimosas, you know, a nice Mother's Day, so it was nice, we were down there for just a couple hours, um, so it was good, I hope everybody else out there had a great Mother's Day, I hope you guys did something well, hopefully, or if you just posted on Facebook or, you know, Zoomed, you know, all that stuff is great to do. Um, but yeah, so that was a, that was a nice day. I, uh, I know for my, uh, my wife, Erin and Erin who works for uh, woodshed, she, she helped us out a lot too with, um, you know, or I, I shouldn't say she helped us out. What am I, talking about? I went and got her a coffee, got her a flower, kids made her cards, got her a little thing for headaches that she can uh, put on her forehead, you know, the traditional mother's day gifts. So that, that was nice. Hopefully you guys all had a great one too. What else is going on? So well today i've got a big day um i just uh, i ordered last week a seven foot basketball hoop for the outside um well it goes up to seven feet so that way we can still dunk on it and that way i can feel like i can fly but it's a smaller hoop you know it's just you put some water in the base and yeah we're gonna so i gotta build that today even though it's kind of nippy and chilly and windy out here for some reason it for it being may 11th it's like 44 degrees and windy but um Whatever, right? So I'm going to be building this basketball hoop, and then I'm going to go out, and I'm just going to school my son. I'm going to kick his ass all day on that basketball court. That's right. So I got that going on, which is going to be sweet. You know, we've been playing a lot of basketball. We uh, we played some NBA 2K on our iPads together. That's been a new thing. I just played with him this morning. We played a game. He was the all-time Lakers. I was the all-time Pistons. I got my ass handed to me. I'm not very good at the games, I'm finding out. Um, so I got that going on. We're thinking about getting a PS4, as a family so that we could play some Madden. Like I want to do a Madden league with friends. I think you can do this. If you guys know anything about Madden, could you guys message me? Because I can't get an answer. What I hope to do is I've got my house and my, uh, my, my buddy's son's house. Right. So, and all four of us want to play and we want to do like a, a a league together and be four teams from like a division so that we have to play each other twice. And yeah, you know, you've got to play all the other games and like I want to know if you can do that and I think you can but I don't I don't really know but um so those are a couple things going on this week last week I got to tell you last week Friday I don't know if you guys ever have this but this is a regular a regular pattern around here is I will get these days where nothing is like lining up so last Friday Typically on Friday, I record most of the episodes. So, like what you guys are hearing, these next two episodes—not today's, but the next two episodes—I recorded on Friday, right? And um, it was just an off day from the day I, time. I woke up, got into a little tiff with the wife. It happens, right? We're all human. Um, but from there, then I come over and I have I have three episodes to record. So I, I'm in a day where I just know I'm gonna I'm gonna knock these things out. So the first episode, well, actually, real quick. So as I'm sitting there preparing for the day my one o'clock interview messaged me los like, what are you talking about why do i have a, a podcast interview today and i'm like what are you talking about like i i talked to this guy a week ago or two weeks ago about our day and we were all excited about it he gets a calendar link that sends out a calendar update it also sends out an sms text like i don't know how to be more like Here's all the notifications for you to know that we have a time to talk. So he must be like, why, why why are we talking what are you talking about? What I don't I'm not talking to you today. I I didn't pick this time. Like you had to have picked this time. I didn't pick this time. You picked the time. You know, so that that throws me off where I'm like, okay, so I'm not interviewing that guy. I got this guy then trying to call me out that my process doesn't work. And I'm like, well, somehow I have two other people that figured it out, but you didn't. So yeah, you're right. It's my fault. And, and all, all the guy did is he never added it to his calendar. That's what happened, but he's trying to blame me. So I got into a little, 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 little email tiff there. Then... I'm getting ready for my first podcast episode. This is at like 10 o'clock. So this is so at like 9:55, I start prepping. I got my mic, I got everything, my notes in front of me. And all of a sudden, some guy. I'm at the office. He comes out and he starts pounding on my on my window. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, but by the way, this whole episode is going to have explicit language, so prepare for that. Um, so I got this guy like five minutes till pounding on my window. He's a construction worker. I see him out there. I'm like, "What? What? Is, what, what? What's going on?" So I go to the to our door at the office, and again, I'm the only one here, it's all locked down, and he's like, knocking on the door, I'm like, talking through the window, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not supposed to see me. he's like, I need to come in and check your water, I'm like, what? So I unlock the door, and he's like, I'm gonna come in and check your water, we we're trying to find a shut off gauge or something, and I'm like, okay, but, it's like 9.57 right now, I, I, got, I, got, I got this pocket, so he, he does this thing, he walks back out to the construction thing, he comes back, turns the water back on, all right, we should be good, I'm like, thanks, Walk right in. I'm like, oh my gosh, like. So now I'm like in that frantic mode. Boom, sit down, guys. You know, on Zoom, we're ready to record. And then, for some reason, both my episodes, and this almost only happens when I interview European people, and I don't know what this is, but like, they. Well, sometimes they have. They'll bring a. They'll bring their own guest to the interview. So I'm like, oh, I'm like prepared to interview one person. And now there's two people. And I know it doesn't seem like much, but if you're in the interview position, if you're in my position, it all of a sudden throws you where you're like, uh, okay, all right. So now I have two people talking on one Zoom channel for some reason. And they and they all do it where they, they're not on their own Zoom, so they're, they're like together. So I'm also like, why are you guys together? Nobody's supposed to be together, but that's a whole nother thing. So I'm not dissing any of this, by the way. The interviews are great. They're coming out you know, Thursday and mo- uh, Monday of next week but it makes it challenging. So I've got to find a way now to, to like put in my emails, like the interview should only really be one person because otherwise it gets quite challenging. Um, So I had that. So both, like I said, and that just threw me off that whole day. And then on top of that, I have some, so I do a lot of legion. If if you've ever gotten my legion, like you're listener, you've probably seen them. I send out a lot of emails. I send out a lot of messages. I've run a lot of channels. I put out a lot of information. And typically, one or two days a month, all around like the full moon and stuff, I get nothing but nasty responses. And if you looked at my inbox that day, I probably had 12 fuck you type of emails or like get don't ever email me again i told you to stop and, and i had them in messenger i had them in email so that those are days that you just get beat up and you're like damn man i'm just i just wanted to talk i just wanted to interview on my podcast I'm, I'm, I'm emailing you but something just happens in that like i sense that full moon stuff where people are just like I don't know what happens. The moon's too close to us, whatever. The tides aren't right, but it throws everybody for a loop and I take the I take some, you know, a lot of that anger comes my way and that's fine. But then I'll have, you know, like the next day I'll have scenarios where it's like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest email ever. I can't wait to talk to you. I'm so excited. And those are great days. I just have to work between them because, you know, sometimes I get yelled at and Friday was a day where I got yelled at all day and I just kind of chalked Friday up to like, you know what, that's what today is. I just need to, let it roll. It's just what it's going to be. So, with all that said, it's a new week. It's Monday. Woo! We're all excited. We're gonna have a good week today. We're gonna play some basketball outside once I build this uh, hoop, which will I'll probably cuss at that a little bit. Um, so yeah. So this is your first time again. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're not a subscriber, go over to iTunes right now. Hit that subscribe button, um, or go to our website. Listen from there. Go to YouTube. You can watch the video of our interviews. Um, they're there Uh, so a lot of places to enjoy this content um but also make sure you like i said leave us a review if you like what you're hearing if you're thinking about running a campaign before you do go to woodshed.agency backslash consultation just pick a time to talk let's talk i'll give you some information i just finished up a, a a conversation just a moment ago that somebody got a lot of valuable information from me um But I love to chat with you. I love to connect. And um, yeah, a lot of stuff in our blog section too. we got blogs coming out uh, once a week right now. And we are very close to launching our equity crowdfunding campaign, uh, uh, equity crowdfunding, uh, excuse me, podcast episodes. Uh, Sean Neal, my business partner, is going to be hosting those. So those are going to be coming out here very, very, very soon. So excited about that as well. So lots of stuff going on here. We are making content for you guys. Um, But yeah, all right. Why don't we go ahead? Oh, real quick. The song at the end is going to have a lot of cuss words. Um, I wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. We are going to be doing, the Sugar People, my band, we used to do this thing called Under the Covers. And we would show up on on a random day that I picked, and we would just do a cover that I picked. So nobody knows what the song is. So the song you're going to be hearing is a day that we recorded a cover of Mind is Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. So I think it's a fantastic version of it. And it's gonna be playing at the end of this. So again, if you've got uh, young ones in the car, uh, car, you may want to plug some ears because there's there'll be some cussing. But I think it's sweet. So, all right, guys, let's go ahead and kick my conversation with David, and let's talk about how to stretch your calves the right
2: way. A in the and build out quick. It's going down,
0: all right, David, the red light's on. This is when it's the, all the pressure starts to build up. You can kind of feel it probably, right? Like, oh my gosh, I got the red light on. Uh, so let me do a quick quick sound check. Uh, why don't you tell my listeners what you had for breakfast this morning? Gee,
1: uh, no breakfast. Um, no breakfast, okay. You know, the old intermittent fasting concept. Um, okay. Basically, you know, yeah, no breakfast. I, I hope that comes through a lot for <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. How uh, now how long have you been fasting? Has it been like, uh, do you do it, it often, I mean, or are you just trying it out? So.
1: Well, that's the whole concept, you know. Like, is it really fasting, or is it just delaying breakfast? Because really, <laughs> I still had lunch, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, they call it fasting. I mean, I think that sounds a bit severe, or you know, I mean, you know, just get going, drink some water, have a cup of coffee, you know, start your day, have lunch. You know? <laughs> cool. Don't cool. yourself down with The eggs and bacon. Yeah. I'm right,
0: right. me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, I think we're sounding good. Why don't we jump right into it? So, um, why don't you tell my listeners, um, who you are and what you're currently raising money for, uh, over on Kickstarter.
1: Um, my name is David Baruch. I'm a physical therapist in Miami beach. I'm originally from Australia. Um, my, I, I guess my mission is to basically help people who are in pain. Um, I, um, and so, what I found is that mobility the, the ha, has the most severe impact on your life. If you're in pain when walking, um, you know, that's just, you can't go to Disney, can't go on holiday. I mean, you can, but you're not going to enjoy yourself. Um, right. But I, I found I get a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment out of helping people who are in pain in their foot, ankles, knees, all that sort of stuff. Um, what I found that is that um, stretching your calf has one of the biggest impacts on fixing those pains. Um, And there's a reason for that. So it goes back, but basically I had a really tough time helping my patients stretch their calves. And if you go online and you go on the Facebook groups and the plantar fasciitis groups, they're all saying the same thing. This is a really big problem that people can't calf. I mean, they can do a calf stretch, but once you have a calf problem, that doesn't work. The calf goes into like a lockdown. It gets very rigid. It's a very leveraged, highly leveraged muscle. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was stuck not really being able to make the big difference that I wanted to make in my patients' lives. And then I thought, wait a minute. So the best stretch I could do um, when you go to really start stretching, your heels start sliding, your foot starts slipping and you don't get that stretch. It's gone now. And I'm like, put your right. shoe on, use a rubber surface, use, a, use whatever you can, stick your foot behind it. I wasn't getting the, the result. And I thought, wait a minute, what if I just, make a locking mechanism and then you can lock your foot into it and then you can stretch using your body. And like, well how do I make that? And I went on that journey and I ended up making the copra.
0: Nice. Nice. And for our listeners who can't see the kind of how how can you kind of describe this um with some uh with, with words here right now.
1: Uh it is a incline system with a um, with a heel locking uh, placement uh, platform such that your heel becomes locked and your leg becomes a crowbar that allows mm. you to stretch over the top with leverage. And right, right, right. The right. bottle opener for your ankle.
0: And, um, and, and something like this, like how often are, are, are people intent like are they using it once to stretch to kind of push down or are they doing it for 30 minutes 10 minutes like wh- wh- how, how is somebody sort of using it in, in their in their practice?
1: So I actually have a, a treatment method that goes with it. Um, mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be able to use it on a professional basketball player yesterday um, mm-hmm. which turned out to be awesome because you know for someone whose livelihood depends on their ankles. Yeah uh, yep. that, that, it means a lot to me to be able to help people like that. Um, and how do you to answer your question? Um, you can use it for as little as thirty seconds a day. Mm. Like literally, in thirty seconds, you'll go over the top. You'll feel the most intense stretch of your life in your calf, anyway. Um, and you'll go, "Oh my god!" And then you'll <laughs> either break the tension and you're done, or if you can't break the tension, you have a calf problem, and then you go on to do my treatment, which you can do it, yourself. It,
0: Are are there like adjustments for like, I mean, again, let's say a six, six guy or my mom using it would be different pressures and stuff. Is there like a gauge to some degree in it or no?
1: So the cool thing is I've, I mean, I have a picture on my phone of my two-year-old stretching (laughs) on it and I can, you can stretch on it. If you have a two-year-old foot, you can stretch on it if you are a NBA basketball player. And I basically, I made 10 or more different iterations of this or different prototypes um, in order to get the right shape and size to make it one size fits all. Hmm, uh, wow. So, like, I'm just playing a picture. <laughs> it's just cute. This is my this is my daughter stretching on the calf pro at the office the <laughs> other day. I, I know some of your viewers are yeah. not visual. Um, you know, yeah. Basically, anyone can stretch on it. Any foot size will fit on that. And the angle is such that it's about the angle – rather than size and an angle is kind of like a, a, an angle can be the same as it you know on on micro as it is on macro and it's still the same angle
0: right 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 interesting, interesting so you mentioned like multiple prototypes like how long is this journey from it being up in the head to what you just showed me
1: so so i tell you what it's a it's it, it's a journey of um it's, it's you gotta have like fortitude because I've been working on this since my, the daughter that I just showed you, like there's a prototype here, there's a plastic, these are 3D print models. And I, I, right. I don't know how many people are visually dependent on seeing these things, but here's another one. I've got them like all over the office. Um, basically, um, when you're coming along a journey like this, where you're inventing something, you've got to believe in what you're doing, otherwise you're going to give up. Um, yeah. And like... Like the only way that I can constantly prove it is that because I'm a physical therapist and I'm in an office and I'm getting people coming in with foot and ankle problems and I'm using the calf probe with them and their problems are fixed. I'm like, oh, this works, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm just going to keep pushing because the push is real. Like I, you know, filing a patent that takes, takes time and, and, and trust that, you know, you're going to spend this money and something's going to come back. Um, mm-hmm. That the, the patent was filed last year in, I think, Actually, it was in 2018, actually. I had this going for a long time. Um, You know, all the design work, you're you're basically paying and paying, and you're hoping and hoping. um, But all along, if people are getting better, you know, you just keep pushing.
0: Yeah. Through that whole process, I mean, what was the, maybe the biggest thing keeping up at night?
1: Um, I think I, I think my wife, (laughs) I think that my wife was going to get sick of me. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) because, I just kept talking about the corporate, you know, like, this is like, well, yeah. oh, honey, I do this and and, and and now I need to do this. And now I need to make it collapsible. Uh, and she's like, yeah, good idea. You know, like you know, <laughs> but it was, it's was harder. I think it's hard on her because, you know, I, I see that it works and everything. And she's like, this guy just keeps talking about this thing. You know? right. <laughs> so, you know, fortunately now that we've come to KeepStarter and we're seeing an incredible response, I'm just, I'm really grateful that, People understand what it does. Not only that, but people know already they need it. People are writing to me. I've been looking for this for so long—something that could do this, um, mm-hmm. you know—and then they start talking about their particular condition. And I'm like, "Yes, it's for you. I made this for you." You know, uh, that's right. exciting. Really what, what is
0: sort of the typical is there a typical sort of buyer persona in your mind for this is it an athlete is it a bicyclist? i mean like like is it just somebody that maybe had a an injury in high school and never got it fixed like is there a, a particular buyer that is really
1: right <laughs> for this or is it so all over the place everything you just said was correct plus everybody else with a cough
0: okay okay <laughs> because yeah, I, know, I know I haven't stretched my caps today. I, I, I just wrote right. a blank here.
1: So you, let's take you, right. You know, are you an athlete? Are you a person who's had, had an injury? Are you, and you might say, you know, it may not be any of those things. Right. But you're a person who has a calf. And, and if mm-hmm. you want to keep walking in this world where actually walking outside is one of the cool things you can still do, um, you mm-hmm. may end up finding that you start having a little bit of pain in your heel. I mean, I don't, I don't wish that upon you, obviously. Yeah. Or you might just find that you're starting to get cramps more often than if you point your toes in your bed at night. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, you, you you know, like all sorts of things you might you know start finding. If you have one of these at home, all you have to do is leave it you know by your front door, in your garage, whatever, under your bed because it collapses. You know, mm-hmm. it, You just make it flat put under original. your bed, yep. right? Yep. Um, and then um, you just jump on it. And and the cool thing is, you. There's one more step to this. You can actually measure if your calf is getting tighter. You can actually see what's normal for you. So you jump on the calf pro, you put your hip to the wall, and you're going to stop somewhere. And you look and you say, can I touch the wall? Am I this far from the wall? Am I this far from the wall? And you start to know what is your normal angle. And then after you go on a trip to Disney or you've been walking around the mall, you do it again My God, I can't go as far as I used to. That's when you actually have to start stretching until you can go mm. as far as you used to. Otherwise, you're actually heading towards an injury, and you can know that before you get an injury, which is awesome.
0: Wow, yeah, I, I, that would that would that would be nice. I can I can totally see that benefit there. I mean, I know for myself, like I'll go out and I'll play like um, uh, I'd say I'm slightly active, but I'll go out and I'll do like uh, uh, racquetball or whatever, what? and like after that, man, I'm just like. Oh my god, my because right. you know I play once every five weeks. I don't even if that, you know, or something like that.
1: So for you, I would want you to know that you play once every five weeks. That you don't know how tight your calf has gotten since the last time you played. So remember, right. a calf attaches; it cum- it culminates in the Achilles tendon. So if mm-hmm. your calf has become tight, suddenly it's pulling on that Achilles tendon, and you go to go for a shot, like we've seen basketball players do recently oh, yeah. And suddenly, yeah, yeah Durant oh, right Kevin Durant yeah I didn't want to yeah. say it but right so <laughs> like so look what that did that moment yeah. did to his life oh, um, yeah. so all I'm saying is if you you're about you, tomorrow you want to play racquetball right it was racquetball right yeah right. yep, yep. Let, let's say you're going tomorrow I'm saying um you get the calf Pro, you quickly stretch deeply both sides now it's almost like you, you, you've done your insurance policy. You, you're just taking care of making sure that your calf length is better and you're not going to have a problem. Oh.
0: Wow. So in your whole journey though, when does this at least start to pop in your mind as like, something to be doing? I mean, you, you know, I, I know you have the practice and stuff, but like, where do you start to figure out that I, I want to design something? Cause it seems like that's a, maybe most physical therapists don't do that or they don't, they don't jump into that journey of making a product. When did that start to happen in your world?
1: That's a good question. Um, I like being creative. This isn't the only product that I want to make actually. In fact, okay. there's going to be a calf pro system that's going to come along. There's more to come with this yeah. um I, I i guess if you are the that type of person um i yeah. love creating designing thinking of things in my head um, but i can't help but think to a lot of physical therapists are like that they're always coming up with treatment plans not only that but you have to think in three dimensions when you're looking at a person's body and, and see where they're tight relative to their movement pattern and all that sort of stuff i mean i know other physical therapists who've made products too because they just see that they see what's missing and they need to push and they're like well if i don't push how because my patient's sitting all the time i'm like Hi, Dave, I've got a pain, what do I do? And I can't come to the office. And so, you know, you need to push on this spot, you need to do this stretch, and and I need to give them something to do that if I can't touch them. It's basically, it's like, I want to leverage myself more than people coming to my office. I want to be able to help a million people at once. Like,
0: yes. (laughs) So so for you in that scenario, and I think this is a lot of entrepreneurs, even if you have that idea, how did you know to, what those first steps were to make that first prototype you showed me, or just, you know, or 3d print something like, how, how did you sort of I, navigate those waters? Oh, so
1: how did I know? I had no idea. Um, <laughs> cool I, 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 didn't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. I'm not, I'm not good at any, I mean, I, you know, I know unfortunately physical therapists are incredible, uh, are great at doing what they were taught at university. There's no product yeah. design at university. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so I, I went on, on Instagram, right? So you go on Instagram and you go like prototype something, right? Right. <laughs> just start learning. And I read some books. Um, I read four books. Uh, you just read books. You, you mm-hmm. look on Google, you look on Instagram, and then you repeat. Um, and then I read another book. Uh, and they're like, this is how you do it. Uh, and then I needed a designer apparently. Uh, I looked for yeah. a designer. Um, and I saw how that process worked. And that was, that, that was actually, honestly, that was frustrating for me. Um, mm-hmm. I needed it to be designed, then it was wrong, and then I needed it to change, and then it was wrong. And then I needed it to change, and then when they changed it, they changed something else that was good. And I'm like, no, 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 you missed the good stuff. You just changed that, but I wanted you to change. So sort of frustrating. Right. And then I'm like, I yeah, guess I well, need to add.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how, how, you know, in the medical, how, how hard is it to sort of navigate those you know, the technical side of just, you know, it's got to be made like this, this, and this, but you're looking at on the medical side saying, yeah, but I needed to do this, this, and this, because that's actually yeah. how it will stretch or that's how it'll actually work.
1: You know, like my first prototype, which is, which was terrible. Right. It didn't mm-hmm. work. And I'm like, and also they made it too weak. They made it because 3d printing, mm-hmm. the more dense you make it, the longer it takes to print. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, at first they're like, oh, let's let's make this for you so you can see what it looks like. I'm like, great, let's make it. I made it. I put my foot on it. I could literally, like, I could have broken it just standing on it. In <laughs> right, fact, right. ended up breaking right? Now, that's not what I need. I mean, I, I'm sure it's nice to see it in three dimensions, but I need to see that it actually performs the, the leveraged calf stretch. And if you can imagine, if you got a, a crowbar and you made it out of cheap plastic and went to, like, <laughs> use it, it's just going to snap. <laughs> yeah. Crowbar doesn't work. So, yeah. Um, so it was frustrating. Um, in, it's, always, it's always, for me, it's always been a little bit frustrating in, in that I want to I change it now. And that's that all revisions take two weeks. <laughs> so every revision takes two weeks. So if yep. you want to see it work, it's another two weeks. Right. Oh boy. Like that was <laughs> <it. sighs> Yeah. I mean, to get to this, what you see here, the, the collapsible, colored, um, yeah. strong with the pads. With the like this, with the with you know, with everything that you see, with the with the right you know stuff here, right. every change took so long, you yeah. know, like, um, and it was writing yeah, emails, and it's, and I'm with patients all day because I work all day, you know, um, so it's at night, so it's my night job, so and I have three <laughs> kids and I have a wife and and I want to talk to them and my kids are jumping on my face <laughs> and I'm trying to write an email and it's, it's a journey
0: yeah Yeah. where does in this whole journey like where does kickstarter start to fit in the narrative of hey let's if uh, let's go to this channel to to pre-launch it
1: so kickstarter was a was a big decision um because you know a lot of people said don't do kickstarter um and a lot of people say yeah of course do kickstarter so you've got the Mm -hmm. don't do kickstarter and the of course do (laughs) kickstarter and it's kind of like well what do those look like why would someone say no why would someone say yes? And I'm a physical therapist, so I'm like, why would there be such a discrepancy between the truth? <laughs> no. right. What's which one's the truth? You know, I just want the truth. Um, and both of them were kind of the truth because both of them had merit, both, both yep. arguments. And basically, when it comes down to it, when you're, you don't have a lot of money um, because you know you have a family and because you're running a business and you're and already, by the way, just running a business for a physical therapist is a big undertaking. We're, okay, you know, it's right. to be an employee, yeah. you know. Um, um, the, the, the Kickstarter concept is is really wonderful because what they're doing is they're allowing you to test your concept with real people who expect to get a product, and they will mm-hmm. get a product. Thank, thank God, you know, goodness. Um, and you don't have to have a product to sell them with um, prime shipping, like two-day right, shipping. Right, 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 um, yeah. Um, they will get their product. It's the only one in the world, so of course they can't have it two-day shipping because they're now already there. Must be millions of thousands of units already. There are not. Mm-hmm. that. This is it. This is the only one in the world that it looks like right. this. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I think you know. Thank goodness because of because of Kickstarter. I you know, I love Kickstarter for this. I'm now. I've ordered my tooling, which is expensive, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, and we are in the production process already. So wow. it's yeah. It's, it's kickstarted my business,
0: which is the point of kickstart. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and we haven't even really talked about numbers yet. But um, when we flip over to this, I mean, you got five days to go when we're recording this. We're going to try to get this out as fast as possible next week so we can hit the end of your campaign. But I mean, right. you've, you're over almost $250,000 right now. with which, And I think the bigger number here is the 2,300 backers. That's a yeah. lot of backers, a lot of numbers, a lot, lot of units that have to be shipped out. Um, which is a so very, is 400- very, very successful campaign. It's yeah wonderful. it's 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 really one i mean that's a lot there's a lot of people that are, you know saw this and go hey that'll i'm assuming fix my issues with my caps
1: right, right? Um, you mean that like people That's like patients that don't have to come to my office yeah that i get to help
0: right it's a lot it's a lot of people a lot of bodies um so so you know now that kickstarter's kind of in the in the conversation in your mind of like hey we're gonna do this you know um what do you start to do to prepare for it? What do you start building to get the story and the narrative out um, and build out the content? Cause the page, it looks great as well. So, but what's, what do you start to do in terms of t- starting to put together this story and this narrative?
1: Um, how did I build the page? Like, how did I do that? Yeah, I mean, do not, mean, not
0: just physically how you build it, but just like the whole story that you have to tell people that go, Oh, I get this. This is going to work for me. You know, cause I think that's a big undertaking and a lot and, a, and, a, and something that people miss a lot. Like, you know, it's you really, know who that buyer is, but, you, and your buyer could have been all, all the stuff we're talking about. It could be my mom. It could be the athlete, you know? So how do you start to walk that, that line?
1: It, it, it's really, it was really, it's been really tough because, um, it's not a pair of pants with a different material. Everyone right, knows, right. Oh, yeah. feels better and it's a pair of pants, um, or a pair of sunglasses or whatever. It's actually something that's different and no one really understands the difference until they try it. Um, mm-hmm. once people try it, they say, wow. And so I tried to actually capture that. Wow. Um, right. and so I went to, you know, got the recordings to make people say, wow. In other words, I just, we held the camera on them and we said, and we let them try it for the first time in that moment? Cause you want right. to capture their, their reaction because when I'm at my office, everybody says that right? But I'm doing physical therapy. I'm actually, it's very private and I can't record them at that moment. <laughs> right, um, right. So like I first, first I made a cartoon video to explain an explainer video. No one understood it. Um, right. Then I made uh, other videos and people are like, you know, and everyone is they're still writing to me saying, oh, you know, I can buy an incline calf stretcher on, on Amazon right now. What's the difference? And I'm like, leverage. The difference is leverage, which is the difference between opening your bottle of beer on a, on a hot day or not opening your bottle of beer. <laughs> it, right. it's, it's that thing, you know? Yeah, um, And it's the difference between getting rid of your plantar fasciitis, your Achilles tendonitis, your, your, um, all of your itises, or your patella t- tendonitis, or not getting rid of it. And yeah. It's a big difference. Um, and so, you know, explaining that difference is best done in person. But I feel like, I hope my video explains it well. Mm -hmm. If you watch my video that, you know, it it sort of shows how it catches you and then allows you to then apply this amazing force. Because basically your calf exerts forces in excess of the hundreds of pounds when it lifts your body. So, you know, you, you can do a calf raise, which is like lifting your heel off the ground. Now, whatever you weigh, multiply that by three or four when you jump. And that's how strong your calf is. So, therefore, in order to stretch your calf, you need to exort, exert that much force on it in order to lengthen it. Um, mm. You don't get that from a curb stretch or a wall stretch. You just right, right, right. Yeah. Or dropping your heel. You don't get that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: What? What? Um, was there any sort of data points that you were looking at before you launched so that you knew you would be successful? Were, were you trying to get email addresses? Were you trying to do social media? press, I don't know, you know, e- were you trying address. to do anything before you launched?
1: Yeah. Email addresses. Um, um, and I read a lot of books and then I realized that I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> <sighs> you know, and you're like, how does MailChimp work? Exactly. How does that <laughs> use contacts? Is MailChimp? Should I use, it? you know, like, like there's, there's right. this, and then what I do with it and how should my pictures look and like the list is endless, you know, like, uh, right. and then, so I basically, so I tried to do some Facebook ads. Um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how much I should be spending, you know, what it's, it's it's really complicated. Um, uh, I, I engaged with a company to help me. And then, you know, we, as, as we're working forward, basically I I needed to generate an email list, um, in order to make sure that I had a lot of people aware of what I was doing before I did what I did. So the pre campaigns super important. Um, that really only Mm -hmm. takes you to day two.
0: Yeah.
1: So like you get to day two and that's heaps of work for day two. And then you've got to go from day two through to day 30, which I haven't even done yet. Um, And then that's that's a different animal altogether. Um, Then you got to drive traffic. And I don't know how to do that either because I'm a physical therapist. So, um, you know, I I think COVID may have made an impact as well. Um, Certainly for all the reasons that everybody already knows. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a strange time to be, if you need anything right now, you would want it in two-day shipping. And the truth right. is, I don't think a lot of things are two day shipping right now
0: anyway.
1: <laughs> no, I no. want to get a mask for my kids right now. It's not two-day shipping. No, <laughs> no you know? Two-day shipping. Nope. Nope. No. It's not happening. No, but but it's fulfillment in August. You know, like, it, so right. I'm grateful to the community that understands what this product is and understands that you know they are going to get it. You can't get it anywhere else anyway, because it's an original mm-hmm. product. And, they, and there's so, they understand it so well that they backed me, and I'm very grateful.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Has it? What's has there been anything that stuck out from this campaign that you did not expect at all? Is there like countries that are supporting, or you know, has there been anything that's just like, man, I did not expect that whatsoever? Um, in the um, and maybe in the dashboard.
1: Yeah. So a lot of contact. Um, please, you know, can we be uh, the sole distributor for your product in our country? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I haven't got through all the emails. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, you know, I also I think a lot of people have teams doing this stuff. Like, yeah. like they went answering the emails, and they got someone who's doing creative, and they got someone who's doing all that stuff. So I'm kind of just doing this on my own. Um, right. Although, after all the books I've read, I do believe heavily in automation. Um, <laughs> my, my office is fully automated. I don't have a receptionist. It runs like clockwork, and I'm, and you know, yep. I, I'm going to automate the entire process. I actually have people in place to take care of, um, manufacturing, fulfillment, that's all organized, which is, which is awesome. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I'm, I, the, the stuff that I'm supposed to be doing, I'm, I'm falling behind on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so, you know, so once this campaign ends and all the money starts dropping, which takes a couple of weeks, what starts your process to start getting these into people's hands? Uh, um, um basically
1: uh, it's all about, um, my relationship with the factory at that point and making sure that number one, first and foremost, the product that is made does exactly what I want it to do. Right. I want the people who get this. And the only thing is I actually want to uh, put together like a little bit of a guide for them. So uh, I have to maybe, I, I'm, I'm working on that now with a, uh, my graphic designer, but I need to make a very clear one, two, three step picture. Not just that, I'll have a YouTube video, um, so that people can watch the YouTube if they want, or they can just look at the, the piece of paper if they're not so savvy and you know, whatever. Um, but I want to make sure that I make it so that it does exactly what it's supposed to do and that people know exactly how to use it. That's, yeah. that's everything. Um, mm-hmm. And they, when they see that it works, they'll be like, yes, I'm glad I got this.
0: <laughs> right. So, um, so what does maybe like this next year then look like outside of... You know, what you're just talking about there, making sure everything's working good. You know, it, Does it look like you know at some point you're going to Amazon, you're going to Shopify, you're doing a version 2.0. You, you mentioned the other potential ecosystem. Is that start yeah. or is it really just getting through this process right now and then taking a breath and then seeing
1: what next year looks like? So all of that, everything you said, <laughs> <All> everything that. <laughs> that you just said is going to happen. At least okay. my plan. I don't care if there's yeah. a pandemic. <laughs> well, there is. Um, <laughs> yeah. All of that is what I want to have happen. Um, Yes, this product will be available probably on Amazon. Uh, Yes, I I, I mean, I I have a website already and and I will have it available on my website. Uh, Yes, there are more products to come. And and the reason why there are more products to come is because there's actually a bigger treatment. The the concept is to have people take care of their own bodies. Right. um, And feel confident that they know what to do. Because... You Google foam rolling, it's ridiculous. <laughs> if you Google how to stretch, it's ridiculous. The, the yeah. list is endless, and I can tell you that ninety-five percent of that stuff doesn't work. Right. And so, in my office, what I've my mission has been to simplify, condense, make it easy, but make it so potent. And that's mm-hmm. what the calf pro actually does uh, yeah. with regard to the first component of stretching, which is your calf. There are actually ten components. Um, 10 a great number. Um, and so what I intend to do is is show the world that they can take care of their bodies. There's a, there's a whole place. There's a place missing at the gym. Uh, yeah. There's a place where you do your prep for workout at the gym where you should feel when you walk into the gym, it's a bit, it's a bit sort of like, oh, am I, am I wearing the right clothes? Do I smell right? Am I, am I supposed to be working out at this time of the day? Do I know how to stretch? Is my technique Right. Uh, there's so much going through your head. and I want to say to people, this is how you stretch and you don't, you only have to do it like this and this yeah. is how you foam roll and you only have to do it like this and you're right. Be confident, you know?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: There is a right way to do this. Um, and I know that it's right because I've tested it for now many years with my patients and everybody gets better. And gosh, that's an amazing rate. Um, and also, by the way, I do this to myself. Like I take (laughs) care of myself this way. This is how a physical therapist takes care of themselves. Right. The calf pro is necessary for the first component of my grand plan in a sense. Gotcha. And so, you know, you
2: know, my, my son comes up to me and says, daddy, this hurts. Um, I don't want to then
1: have to do physical therapy on him. I want to say, mm. well, you know what to do.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: That's stretch number two. Or right. Right. Your cough, that's stretch number one and use the cough pro. And then the, my son knows how to take care of himself and everybody else's son in the world knows how to take care of themselves. That's really my, my, yeah. my vision.
0: Now. Yeah. That's cool. And And how about, like, you know, projecting out maybe like five years or so. I mean, do you see yourself maybe getting out of the fitness th- or the therapy world and just being designing of the, all this stuff and running like the CEO of that type of company? Or, or are you still doing both and you got other teams built? I mean, what do you kind of visualize for five years out? Um, I,
1: I, will, I I love the product design and I wish it would happen faster. So yeah. the fr- I want to just take away the frustration uh, of, of, of waiting for some company to put my job in the queue. <laughs> Um, right. I would love to have my own, pro- my own amazing designer just sit next to me and like, <laughs> you know, so yes, I would like in five years time, I would like to have a range of products that help the world to avoid injury and be fitter and better and faster and more confident in taking care of their own bodies. Yes. I want to have that product line that people can go to use and, and be the, be the people who write reviews for the first time in their lives because they're so happy
0: that's cool yep. awesome well i've been ending uh our episodes with uh sort of like a lightning round questions since we're all stuck inside right now so if you're right. good for it i'll ask you some quick questions here yeah all right so first one uh what have you been watching on the old tv there <clears throat> what, what what's what's caught your fancy
1: okay after the what's his name tiger king that tiger king yeah oh my god that was that made me go so upset after that i had to feel better so i watched star Trek Voyager.
0: Okay, all right. So you're so you're saying you're not going to buy a tiger for two grand at all. You're not doing that.
1: You when you when you saw the scene when you took the baby away from its mother, I almost cried. I, I yeah, it's, good old Star Trek Voyager where we're solving <laughs> problems in the universe. That makes me feel better.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Uh, how about uh, has there been a movie that though that you've
1: watched that's uh, that you've enjoyed? Um, so right now um, we we watch Trolls two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know now wait. We went to watch it the other night, and they wanted $25 to rent it. Did did you? So you got talked into that? Because I said, that's going to be on Netflix or HBO or Hulu, all the ones we have. So
1: they deserve it, and and the reason why they deserve it is because they missed out on their launch because of COVID. Right, yeah. They missed out on their box office, and I feel bad for them because they made a really awesome movie for us to watch. It probably took them three years to make or more. (laughs) Oh yeah, and I'm and if I took my kids to the cinema, it would have cost me at least. But, oh, it's, right, it's a hundred bucks.
0: It's hundred bucks to go to the movies.
1: So I'm like, okay, they deserve this. So yes, yeah. I rented it, and I only got forty eight hours to watch it. And my kids expect <laughs> to watch it over and over again, and I have rented it again. Wow. Yes. Wow, the double I rental. I have because. They deserve it. And I would have spent more than 40 bucks if I took my kids to the movies and my yeah, kids are yeah. stuck at home and they're trying to do homeschool and it's not working. And oh, they're, they're working. pulling their hair out and we need a movie. And that's yep. and I, they've watched, um, oh my God. The Frozen 2 a million times.
0: Oh, we watched that, yeah. We just watched Sonic. We watched Sonic, like That's a new. I, I that one. I haven't done that yet, I gotta get that
1: one, okay? <laughs> that one,
0: yeah, we just watched that one. Okay. Yep. Um, how about, uh, are there any podcasts outside of, obviously mine that you're listening to all the time, but is there any other podcasts that you listen to?
1: So um, I haven't, I didn't used to watch, uh, sorry, listen to podcasts so much, or watch them for that matter, because I've been in my office all day, working with patients. Mm-hmm. But um, other than yours, obviously right um my brother put me onto a podcast that I just think is incredible um Gary V uh oh yeah right
0: yeah I I, I watch a a lot of Gary V he's
1: he's a he's a special guy and I realized that you know he's preaching you know not preaching it feels you know he I feel like he's a guru actually um everything he says is true and I just like the truth so yep um I just I, I, I lapped that stuff up. Like he, you know, he gave me some advice without realizing he gave me advice. I did it, and it worked. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm just, I just need to find the time to to listen, watch you, and watch <laughs> him. You know, yeah.
0: Right. Just time. It's just a time issue. Right. How, how
1: about a, how about a book?
0: Any book you've read read lately?
1: Oh, eighty twenty. Eighty twenty marketing principles um, mm-hmm. sounded like a really dry, gross, boring uh, marketing book. Uh, yeah. it's one of the, it's like. One of the, the a number of books that I read recently, you know, I read, um, uh, what's his name? Not The Tipping Point. I read another one, uh, Outliers. So interesting. Oh, Outliers is a great one. Well, okay. um, I read another book, but, but the 80-21 was really like struck home because it got spiritual at the end. <laughs> He's like, you know, use this book to be successful. And then when you're successful, give back to the people yeah. who are at the bottom of the very curve that I just taught you. <laughs> Loved it.
0: Yeah, it's
1: um, great. Great book. Awesome. Like, you know, 10% of people are going to hate you. He's like, don't go yep. to those people. Yeah. 20% uh, yeah. going to think you're incredible. And I'm yep. like, yeah, okay. I'm going to turn <laughs> and post- yep. and look at those people. You know? Yep. Great, great, yep. great
0: book. That's awesome. Yep. Well, where can people dive in more, dive in your ecosystem, your world, follow you? Where, where should we send people outside of the Kickstarter?
1: So apparently, I'm. Um, I, I haven't been giving a lot of energy to my Instagram and my Facebook again, because I'm not apparently I'm, I'm better in person than I am <laughs> on online. And I, I, that's why I like to do what I do. Um, uh, I am on Instagram. Uh, I love Instagram. Uh, I am on Instagram as, um, anatomy PT Dave, my office is anatomy, physical therapy. Um, and so I Jordan anatomy PT Dave, my name's Dave, mm-hmm. um, or Calf pro. So, um, pro is my other Instagram. Calf Pro is really where I'm just showing photos of the product, and and I'm uh, ultimately will be just putting pictures of people using it, um, yep. showing how it's hopefully changing lives. Um, awesome. awesome, yeah.
0: Well, cool, David. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. You no, know, you're busy. Uh, you got your campaign winding down here. You probably got to get back to patients. Uh, but I appreciate you taking time out of your day because this is a great campaign. It was executed perfectly. Uh, and I think this product's going to help a lot of people. And I'm really glad we could, uh, we could connect and chat about it.
1: Um, I'm, I'm grateful to be on the call. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye now.
0: All right, how about that conversation with David? I told you it was a it was an awesome, awesome conversation. That is an entrepreneur who just is dug in and is getting it, and you can see why he's having success. Just under three hundred k, they're up on Indiegogo in demand right now. So go check that out. Go, uh, you know, if you if you want to stretch your calves the right way, go pick up the Calf Pro right now. And if not, you know, be a Gawker backer maybe. Put in a dollar. Just watch what they're doing over on Indiegogo. Great, great campaign. So, David, congrats on your success and. Uh, way to go man way to go way to go so like I said before uh, we're listening to uh, Ghetto Boys cover Uh, Mine is Playing Tricks on Me by the Sugar People this was for one of our under the covers it wasn't professionally recorded it literally like like a group of musicians showed up I told them the cover we work on it for a couple hours we record it that's what this whole process was so I hope you guys enjoy hope you guys enjoy this conversation and I'll talk to you all on Thursday
2: when I awake I don't see the motherfucker It's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating my joint contracts. Checking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on you Those headlights, is it that fool I ran off the block Or is it that nigga last week That I shot Or is it the one I beat for $5,000 Thought it had came But it was gold metal flower. Reached under my seat Grabbed my papa for the sucker Ain't no use to miss lying I was scared than a motherfucker Hooked In the Popeyes and out quick If it's going down Let's get the shit up. Because I'm paranoid I keep looking over my shoulders And moving around corners My mind is playing tricks on me So look back and hear us right before I say concrete huh. Goddamn, homie My mind is playing tricks on me